Mary, the mother of Jesus. You see, she might be one of the most popular, well-known characters in the Christmas story other than Jesus. And it's here in Mary's story where we really see the end of Jesus' lineage, his genealogy. You see, for, as a church, we've been studying the lineage of Jesus, more specifically the women in his lineage. And what we've seen up to this point is messy stories, ugly circumstances, but out of the mess, God produced perfection in his son Jesus. And it's right here in Mary's story where Jesus' genealogy ends and his earthly story begins. And what's crazy about Mary's story is it started with just a simple word, yes. Did you know that yes might be one of the most powerful, impactful words in the English language? I mean, yes and no can have severe and, and crazy implications for our lives. In fact, when I, when I think about my life, I, I think of maybe one of the most significant and powerful yeses in my life happened all the way back when I was in college. I was in college and I'd been dating this girl for about nine months. And over the course of those nine months, my heart slowly began to fall in love with this girl. And so one day I decided to take her to the, the place we had our first date. We sat in the exact same booth and we ordered the exact same meal. And from there, we went to the place that we had always dreamed of getting married at. And at that location, I made a bold choice to fall down on one knee, to look this girl that I loved in the eyes, and I asked her a question. Will you marry me? And you know what she said? She said yes. And from that yes, it changed our lives forever. Poor girl didn't know what she was getting herself into. But yes can have major implications on our lives. And, and some of you, you're feeling the implications of yes during the holiday season. Because some of you, you said yes to hosting your family this Christmas and you're thinking, what were we thinking? Even tonight, some of you said yes to that Christmas sweater when let's be honest, you probably should have said no. Some of you who are dating, you said yes to bringing your boyfriend or girlfriend home to meet your parents and you're feeling the pressure of that yes. But yes is a powerful word and that's right where the Christmas story and Mary's story starts. Let me show you Luke chapter one. The Bible says this, it says, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee to be to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And the angel went to her and he said, greetings. You are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at the, these words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, don't be afraid. Mary, you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. And he will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. 
And right here in Mary's story, an angel comes to her from God, and he really delivers the mission. He delivers the calling God had placed on this young woman's life. You are to bring forth to the world our rescuer, our redeemer, our savior, and his name will be Jesus. And you can imagine Mary was shocked. She was flabbergasted. Oh, me? Why me, God? I'm a nobody who lives in Nazareth in Galilee. Why me, God? But yet after it seeped in, Mary responded. She said, I'm the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. Do you know what Mary said? She said, yes. Yes, God, whatever you have for me, my answer is yes. God, yes to whatever you're calling me to. No matter what it will cost me, no matter what road I have to go down, my answer will always be yes, God. But yet I wonder, I wonder if Mary really knew what yes would mean for her life. I wonder if Mary fully understood that saying yes to this mission and this calling would take her down a path maybe she didn't want to go down. Did she really know the implications of that small word, yes? Because, because she said yes, she had to deal with three tensions. The first one was the pressure of yes. And I think every mom knows this and feels this. Just the pressure of holding that title, mom. I'm married to my wife, Ashley, and she's the mother of our three kids. And every day I see her carrying that pressure of nurturing, of caring, of, of, of figuring out the schedules, of watching over the kids. And I don't think men or anybody really understands the pressure of being a mom other than moms do. But can you imagine as Mary, the mother of the Son of God, the Messiah, the Savior, can you imagine how much pressure that came with? He would be perfect and she wouldn't be. He would never get it wrong and she would blow it often. I, I can almost imagine Jesus being like, hey, mom, you know, maybe it's, maybe you should just go to timeout. I can imagine Jesus being like, hey, mom, I, I talked to dad. No, not Joseph, like dad, dad, you know, God. And he said to me, don't worry about it. God's got it. We got it. Mom, stop worrying. But can you imagine the pressure of taking care of, of raising God's son? Mary dealt with the pressure of yes. But the second was the persecution of yes. What would she tell all of her friends? What would she tell the town that she grew up in? Because Mary was known, even the scripture says, as a, a woman favored by God, a, a woman who was righteous and kind and gentle. She was the, the picture of what you would want to be as a woman. But now she had to tell the whole town, hey, I know it's, it's not Joseph's baby. It's the son of God. Okay, Mary. Right. Like, Mary, just admit it. You and Joseph, you got together a little early. It's okay, everybody makes mistakes, just own it. Or maybe it's worse than that, Mary. Maybe you, you, you cheated on Joseph. Like the best thing you can do is just own it. Stop claiming it's God's child. 
Can you imagine the insults that she dealt with? The rumors that people said about her? Oh, there's that girl who's carrying God's baby. See, her saying yes to the mission God gave her was a road of persecution where people would make fun of her, look at her weird, because she claimed the truth. I mean, it even took an angel for her fiance to get on board. It took an angel of God for Joseph to understand what was taking place. So her yes, she had to deal with the pressure of being the mom of God, but also the persecution of the story. But that wasn't the worst. The worst was the pain of yes. Because she would bring Jesus into the world. She would give birth to the Son of God and she would raise Jesus. She would change his diapers as a baby boy. She would feed him, she would nurture him, she would care for him and ultimately to raise this boy into a man and with her own eyes, she had to watch her son hang on that cross and die for my sins and your sins. Moms and dads, how many of us would want to watch our baby boy or our baby girl grow up to ultimately die for people who really don't care that much about them? The pain of saying yes to God's mission calling on our life was extreme because she got to watch firsthand her baby boy die. And so this yes meant pressure, it meant persecution, and it meant pain. And what's interesting in Mary's story is I think God gives us an indication of really what he wants from me and what he wants from you. I think right here at the beginning of the Christmas story, God reveals to us what he desires and what he's waiting and longing for from all of us. You see, I believe God is waiting and looking for our yes. That simple word that says, yes, God, I'll do whatever you call me to. Yes, God, no matter the circumstances, no matter what I'm going through or dealing with, my answer will always be yes. And you see, that that looks different for two different crowds. Because I would say today that the vast majority of us, over four campuses and those of you who are watching online, that we came to a Christmas Eve service because we have said yes to God. We've put our faith and trust in Him. He's our Savior. He's rescued us from our sins. We call that a, a disciple. We call that a Christian. We call that a believer. And many of you today are just that. You are following Jesus and you realize what He accomplished for you on that cross, what Christmas truly means. And my question for you today would simply be this. Where do you need to say an unconditional yes to God? Where do you, what are the areas of your life that you have consistently just said to God, you know, stay away? God, God, I I know that, that, that you want all of me, but I'll give you this much of me, but here's the areas, God, of my life that I'm just not ready for you to touch. I'm not ready for you to me to commit to you. Where are the areas of your life? Even as believers, I know I have them in my life and you probably do too. What are the areas of your life where you've just said no to God? What's interesting about Mary's yes is there was no conditions. Mary didn't say, you know what, God, I'll bring Jesus to the world if you make my path easy, if you you sign this contract with all the blessings that will come my way because I'm doing this for you, God. No, Mary just simply said yes. And I think 
As we look at her example and her story, we as Christ followers should follow her example and not say to God, you can have part of me, but you can have every bit of me, God. My answer is yes, I'll follow you. Whatever you call, whatever the mission is, yes, God. But I would also bet that maybe there's some of you here today that, you know what, you come to church, a church facility, every Christmas Eve and every Easter. It's just what you do, it's kind of tradition, it's, it's, it's what you grew up doing. Or maybe you're here today and you know the whole idea of religion scares you, it feels weird, but you know, you've heard the name of Jesus and it, it, it entices you. You've heard of how good and gracious he is and you've got questions and you've got doubt and concerns, but I, today I would challenge you to say that first yes to God. Where you place your hope and your trust and your belief in why he came, the gift of Christmas that paid for your sins. And here's what that yes does. When you say yes to God for the very first time, your yes initiates God's gift of grace in your life. And I don't know about you, but man, grace is such a sweet sounding thing. In fact, I love that old hymn, Amazing Grace. How sweet the sound, a saved, a wretch like me. You see, we've got to realize is we're all wretches. We're all wretches because of one word, it's sin. The Bible says that we're all sinners. We've all fallen short of God's glory. And because of that, it separates me from God, a God I desperately need, but I have no clue how to get to. And so our natural reaction in that mess is to try to earn our way back to God, to fight, to climb the ladder, to figure it out. But the problem is I and you can't be the solution. And so God needed to give us one. And that's what Christmas is all about. It's the hope of the solution to pay for our sins, that not Jesus came to be worshiped and adored, but this baby came to die for my sins and your sins so that we could have grace. So that's why we give presents on Christmas. That's why tomorrow, under your tree, maybe with your family, you will open gifts. Because God gave the greatest gift in His Son. And His Son didn't come to condemn you, to point His finger at you. He came so that you would trust in Him and say yes to Him. And so He could give you grace. You can't earn it. You can't work for it. You just freely have to say yes to it. And so I want to give you an opportunity to do that right now. And so if you would just bow your heads and close your eyes with me. And man, I, I can't pretend that I have any idea of where you come from or whether Christmas is gonna be good or not for you, what circumstances you face. But I know that Jesus, in your life, if you say yes to Jesus, he can and will change everything for you. And so I would ask you today, are you ready tonight, Christmas Eve, to say yes for the first time to Jesus? And the way we do that as, as people is just simply saying this prayer. It's not magical, it's just a surrender of your heart. And if you wanna put your hope and trust in Jesus, all you have to do is say these words, yes, God, I, I know I'm a sinner. I know I've fallen short of your standard. But yes, God, today I believe you gave me the solution in your son who paid for my sin and gave me the victory over it. And so yes, right now, in this moment, God, I'm placing my faith 
and my hope and my trust in Jesus Christ. I want him to forgive me of my sins. I'm turning away from them. And today, I want him to be my leader, my savior, my redeemer, my rescuer. And so I believe in him. Change me from the inside out, God. You know, with every eye closed and head bowed, if you said that prayer, I would just ask you to do something for me. Our campus pastors would love to pray for you. I would love to pray for you. And so if you said that prayer, no one is looking. Would you just raise your hand in the air? Would you just throw it in the air so I can see it? Praise the Lord. Awesome. If you raised your hand, I would encourage you just to tell somebody. Tell your campus pastor, tell the person who invited you, tell somebody that you made the decision to say yes to Jesus. Let me pray for you. God, thank you. Thank you in the midst of the chaos of life, the circumstances that we deal with. Thank you in the midst of the chaos of Christmas with the lights and the hustle and the bustle and the trees and the presence that we can quiet our hearts and realize what it's all about. It's about you giving us hope in a baby. And this baby came to save us from ourselves. And God, I pray for the people who raised their hands. God, that they would trust you. That that yes was a belief in their heart, that it was real. And God, I pray that you would honor their request to become their savior, to forgive them and to lead them forward protect them from evil, God, and help us as a church to surround them with love and point them in the right direction. Thank you that we can celebrate this Christmas because of Jesus. And it's in his name we pray. Amen.